0: The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too.
1: Hi, I'm Kim Brooks, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi, this is
0: Nick Carell, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi, my name is Tanner I'm a young coastal enthusiast, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast.
2: Hi, I'm Michael Corelli from Jurassic Yearbook, and I'm Mr. DNA. you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. I accept the Coaster Challenge. I accept the coaster
0: challenge.
2: I coaster
0: challenge I accept the coaster challenge.
2: I accept the coaster challenge. 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 Do you accept the coaster challenge?
0: What is the coaster challenge? A group of regular people that went from fearful to fearless all from riding roller coasters. So please secure your hats and glasses. It's time to take the Coaster Challenge. Here are your hosts, David Cantu and Jenna Gazelle. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is the part two of our live stream from last week. And we are going to go ahead and continue on what we left off. So here we
1: go.
2: Yeah, we, um, David, by the way, he had to, uh, he has to go tend to his 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 haunt. So uh, he's not yep. with us, but Jenna's still with us. But, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, we are so thankful and so uh, appreciative of the support we are getting from the community, from from the listeners of our sure, our fans, and so forth. You know, doing this first meetup where we are looking at uh, potentially filling up more than one train on Velocicoaster. There's 24 people per train. Uh, we may even fill two trains. Uh, there's a lot of people haven't responded yet if they're going yay or nay yet. Uh, so a lot of local people, local friends, and so forth. So, but we're excited. It's going to be an awesome. Awesome meetup at Islands Adventure, and we're doing some of us are doing horror nights and doing, of course, SeaWorld as you mentioned. I have in Bush Gardens, doing Hollow Stream at SeaWorld. Yep. Uh, yep, and then and that's kind of with the with the group, and then the, kind of the second half of the trip. Everyone goes home for the weekend, but we're you guys are off on vacation. I'm taking some vacation that week, and we're doing Disney, including for your birthday.
1: For my birthday, yeah. We're having
2: dinner at Epcot and World Showcase for your birthday. And uh, we're doing all four parks in two days. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a haul. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then we're returning back to Universal for another day because uh, you can't do Universal in one day. There's just no way. Um, it's to, to do everything, not just the coasters. And uh, and then we're going to be going to the Starflyer. Flyer. Uh, friend of the show, good friend of mine, Mark. He he works there. Hopefully get to see him working at the Starflyer, uh, Having breakfast with Lee. Uh, yeah, again, seeing lots of friends. So. Um, it's going to be great and we again it's just we're excited to see everyone and have everyone coming in and uh, it's going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah and then David and I actually on our way home are making a spontaneous trip to Dallas for one day and doing Six Flags over Texas too so that'll be interesting we can do Fright Fest at Six
0: Flags over Texas
2: Absolutely What I can say
0: is I've only seen all these places from a big rig
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one day, you know, definitely you you got to come down here to Florida and to check out these amazing parts, Jenna. That's for sure.
0: I did Disney World back in '90 when I was nine years old. So, oh, so you an have an been over, here before. Yeah, it's an okay. overdue trip, but it's like one of those we have to really plan that one out.
2: Right, because so much is mm-hmm. new for you, and, and you have yeah, like Sea World or Busch Gardens or Universal. No. Oh, Okay. Okay. Like I said, okay.
0: it was back in the '90s. We. It was a family trip. Uh we had like a death in the family. So it was like a okay, we're gonna go to Disney World <laughs> <laughs> type of a thing. And then it was like a back-to-back uh bad year for two family uh we lost two family members the same year. So
2: oh yeah, gotcha. I just
0: need to go back and be like, okay, now that I'm an adult and I can go wherever I want. <laughs>
2: Nice, nice. So just want to mention real quick while we continue talking about the Florida trip and we got a couple other topics to discuss after that. Um, one of them actually related to the Florida trip. I uh, just want to mention for the people that are joining us live and I see the chat going, if you guys want to ask, ask any questions that if you know, you're going to be at the Florida trip, uh, Florida meetup, you have any questions about what's going on, what we're doing, anything you just want to share about the excitement of it, just feel free to comment in the chat. We're monitoring it. So so Iva. So we are going to be, uh, you know, at Disney for a couple of days. So, what are you looking forward to the most about being at Disney?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Well, with Animal Kingdom, I am looking forward to doing the Avatar stuff, the Pandora, because I've heard great things about, you know, flying on a banshee. And uh, let's see with Hollywood Studios, uh, Toy Story. I love. I'm looking forward to doing like Slinky Dog Dash. I'm not going to say Star Wars because I've you know but I, I will I will do Rise of the Resistance for you guys and then Magic Kingdom really I mean it's just going back and hitting those classics you know Big Thunder Mountain especially since I didn't get a chance to ride it in California and Space Mountain Splash Mountain Seven Dwarves Mine Train and then Epcot's the big thing Epcot has just gone uh, well with it being the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World this year, I'm just looking forward to all the festivities that the park has going on. You know, you've got Harmonious at Epcot. You've got the new uh, Enchantment at Magic Kingdom with the fireworks. Um, You've got Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot. So, and my, and this is a huge thing for me, because the first time I went to Walt Disney World, it was for the 15th birthday. And now I'm going back for the 50th. So I mean, I've my first and my re- most recent trips are a bit, huge landmark trips for the park, so That's I'm awesome. looking
2: forward to it. That's awesome! Yeah, and I, just so you know, I've a uh, uh, you know I am uh, an annual pass holder for Disney World for Walt Disney World. Uh, I have not been uh, for a little while now. I was there at Epcot for the Ratatouille AP preview, which was great. Hopefully, we'll get you guys on that Ratatouille. It's a really cute ride, so it's pretty well done. Um, But uh, other than that, I've not been there for the past couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I did not go to the 50th birthday on October 1st. I could have, but I just didn't reserve it. And I don't actually have any plans to go to Disney World before you guys get here. So I'm kind of saving my enjoyment and and experience of the 50th and seeing harmonious for the first time, seeing Disney enchantment for the first time and seeing all the, the 50th, how it's dressed up, all the decorations and the, the merchandise, if whatever's still left, you know, I'm doing that for the first time with you. So, and I kind of like that, that I'm kind of experiencing that with you guys at the same time. So just my schedule is such that I don't have time to get over there, spending so much time at horror nights and going to a stream again tomorrow. Thanks to the folks there who have invited us out. Um, And so we just released our interview with them last week. And uh, so, yeah, I just, I've got a lot going on right now. So, um, so yeah, I look forward to experiencing the 50th for sure.
1: Well, if you think you got a lot going on, just wait until we're out there in another couple of weeks, we're definitely going to be keeping you busy too.
2: Oh yeah. And I have to cater to all your, all your, all your things and take care of Mm -hmm. you. I know, I know it is. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Hey, Hey, just think you won't have to be my personal shopper. I can buy my own stuff while I'm out there. You don't have to buy anything for me now. That's right. I finally,
2: yeah, that's for our, for our listeners, the amount of, of, of clothing items that I have bought for Iva this year, you know, at that Jurassic uh, for Velocicoaster Jurassic world merchandise. And, and when I was at uh, California's great America, railblazer and other stuff. Yes. I don't have to be a personal shopper anymore. Um, So I I will say I'm looking forward to you experiencing Pandora. Uh, Avatar is my favorite movie of all time. I love that movie so much. I'm a huge James Cameron fan. I have experienced Pandora many times. And Pandora was Disney's initial response to the, oh boy, we should have bought Harry Potter, but we didn't. Because, you know, the Wizarding World opened as an Adventure and then Pandora was announced shortly thereafter. Uh, and, yeah, it's initial response. It's, it's only phase one. They have plans to expand it with the movies and the sequels coming up. But it's a great small land, and the attractions are fantastic. Beautiful short but beautiful dark ride with Navi River Journey and Flight of Passage is one of the most beautiful and, and one of the best flying theaters in the world. I think you're going to love it. And let's not forget about Sathuli Canteen, the uh, the only dining in that land, some of the best my favorite quick service in all of Walt Disney World. The food's amazing. And the Moara Margarita is, it's a little stand right outside of Satouli Canteen has amazing margaritas.
1: Jen, I'll, Jen, I'll, I'll have a margarita for you, okay? Oh, they're
2: so good. There's the frozen no, margaritas.
0: You, you gotta find me figment. Remember, I, I got to get me a figment pin. I will the, get you. A, I will get you figment because I have to go
1: see my purple buddy. Trust me.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, figment journey of imagination. So yep. Mark Mark is asking about the parking at Universal. So Mark, uh, parking is actually really simple. There are two different garages. Don't worry about which one that you wind up parking in. It doesn't matter because they both connect up to a common pathway that leads you to City Walk and to both of the theme parks. It's very well organized. Only thing I will say is, once you park, like any parking garage, you make a note of your row number and and what's, what what uh, section it's in. It's each of the sections are based on different different um, IPs that Universal has. There's an ET one, there's a Cat in a Hat one, there's uh, I think it's Jurassic Dress Park one, park. yeah, oh, yeah. etc. There's just note what what of those you're in and the row number, and that'll that'll take you to exactly where you need to go when you go back to your car. But doesn't matter. Don't worry about which garage. They're both equally the, the good to, to park it so uh good question though so or you could
0: uh, always do the i don't remember where i parked, so i'm gonna hit the panic button on my my car alarm
2: oh you're one of those yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're one of the. okay yeah i hear those a lot when i'm at the park especially at universal um so yeah for sure okay so yeah so disney's gonna be fun and we're gonna have we have some dining reservations we're going to tony's mm-hmm town square the Italian restaurant which I love Italian food I've never been there so that'll be a blast and I love Mexican food and that's where we're going for Mm -hmm. dinner the hacienda restaurant Mm -hmm. so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to try out uh the nighttime spectaculars I'm excited to see those we're gonna see uh, we're finally gonna see barge monius yeah barge (laughs) Barge monius Monius. so hey I'm I'm an open mind on that I love stargate so it's it looks like stargate during the day I'm fine with that you know so it'll be fun Um, so yeah, anything else you wanted to talk about, about uh, our trip to Florida before we move on?
1: Well, I mean, the big thing that I'm obviously, I know I'm looking forward to the new parks, you know, like bush gardens and fun spot and everything, but I love going to SeaWorld. And that's one of the things that I love is the fact that they still have the animal exhibits. I love going and seeing the the orcas, the dolphins and everything like that. And just how well themed Areas are that SeaWorld has that go around the animal exhibits, especially their rides, too. I know Icebreaker is not going to be open, unfortunately, while we're there. We're going to see that beautiful lawn ornament, you know. Yeah, but
2: yeah, but
1: I'm looking forward to, like I said, I really miss SeaWorld when it was in Ohio. And we're going to be going to the Hello Scream events for my first time. Well, it's actually the first time for the park. It's the inaugural yes. year for Hollow Scream, which leads us into Jenna's next part. Good did
2: you up. like that little <laughs> well, yeah. I did, yeah. like, hey, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. I, two minutes ago, I knew where you're going with that, with that segue, good job though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: now we're talking about the Hollow Screams, mm-hmm. which is, is sea that World. you? Know? Sea, sea World, World. okay. Yeah.
2: The old orlando yes
0: okay never been there to that one so i don't think oh no we do have one uh something kind of like that we went to last year but i got to miss out because i was doing my work so i have no idea what what to even ask i have a- <laughs> well
1: okay so hallow scream is their haunt at SeaWorld, so their scary farm. Um, it's the inaugural year, like I said before, at um, SeaWorld Orlando. And Andrew was invited by SeaWorld media team. So thank you, SeaWorld Orlando, for giving Coaster yeah. Challenge the opportunity to go to the media event. So, Andrew, why don't you tell us about the mazes, the attractions, and how it compares to some of the haunts that we did while we were out in California, like Scary Farm.
2: Sure, yeah, good question. So first of all, uh, just to echo what Iva said, thank you so much SeaWorld Orlando for inviting us to your media event, to opening night uh, back in in earlier September for your inaugural, as they call it their inaugural fear. Yes, another dad joke, good job SeaWorld, of this uh, Stream event at SeaWorld Orlando. Again, thanks for having us out. We had a blast as I'll be talking about here um and uh, it was really cool I wound up meeting up with some some local friends of mine that are planning to be at the meetup by the way for Velocicoaster in a couple weeks and what was really awesome is uh, it's a whole family of friends and a couple of them were there um one of the people in the family the eldest daughter her name is Katie she is one of the scare actors in one of the mazes at Palace Green, And she is going to be there when we're there. So hopefully I'll point her out to you guys. Her character's name is Rockin' Ramona. She is in the Dead Vines maze, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. It's just her first time ever as a scare actor. So it was really, really cool. So in, in terms of the event itself, um, I had low expectations, nothing against SeaWorld. It's the first year. I figured the budget wasn't very high. You know, didn't necessarily think they had a lot of time to plan it. I, I was going in with low expectations. You know, I didn't didn't know how well how good it was going to be, and I have to say, and this has nothing to do with us being invited out. Again, we have a great relationship with SeaWorld, with with the SeaWorld parks in general. Uh, I uh, personally go to a lot of media events in SeaWorld Orlando and some at Butch Gardens Tampa as well. Um, but I'm just being 100 honest here. Uh, I was impressed. Um, now, is it not scary farm? No. Is it horror nights on either coast? No, it's, it's smaller. First of all, it's only four mazes. Uh, it's only about a third of the park is, is, is really comprised of Halloween. You can't go to the whole park during Halloween at night. Uh, but what they did, I, I, this is one of those things. I'm a firm believer. In Chuck, Chuck Cole, we talked about earlier. He and I have the same philosophy. Uh, we're not what kind of people that go and get every single coaster credit necessarily, we're more about quality over quantity. And that is SeaWorld's Hallowscream. They went for quantity and they didn't just go, oh, let's do eight mazes or 10 mazes because our park is really big and we can fit them in. Um, no, they did four mazes and the mazes are, are really good. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're not as big, as long as, as a Not Scary Farmer or Horror Nights at Universal Maze, but, Again, quantity over quality. Their their set design is really good. Their scares are really good. Uh, It is a very solid haunt from that perspective. Um, They each have some different themes. My favorite, and it's not just because my friend was a scare actor in them, is Dead Vines. It's, again, sort of like that Wicked Growth uh, maze that I talked about at Horror Nights this year in Orlando. It's sort of that, you know, plants out to kill you and overgrowth and all that's very creepy, very creepy, and, and the, the, the scare actors are pretty creepy as well, good scares in there. Um, and then we have Captain's Revenge, Water's Edge Inn, and Beneath the Ice of the other three mazes, and they're all very good, but again, Dead Vines is my favorite. Um, and, and they're great, but what I actually want to talk about is a couple other things, one of which is the scare zones so the scare zones were wow they were really really impressive um my probably my favorite one was deadly ambush so the scare zones i have a um so the horror nights in hollywood david was talking earlier about how the scare zones weren't scary there was no, mm-hmm. not many scare actors Universal Orlando, Horror Nights, scare actors are great. You know, there's a lot of scare actors. They scare you. You know, of course, you saw some really great scare actors in scare zones at Not Scary Farm. We experienced that together. At SeaWorld, though, they're not only scary, but they are interactive. They talk to you. Uh, my favorite scare zone is Deadly Ambush, and it's this campground that's gone awry, you know, like a serial killer has run through or slasher like a slasher film. And there's these people walking around with bloody faces and they're trying to find a certain person and they're saying, hey, have you seen this person? And obviously they were killed and you're going to see their dead body along the side of the road, on the pathway there. And they, But it's just interactive and really fun and they're really in character. They do a great job. Uh, the, The other kind of main thing with the scare zones that I would say is there's this kind of overall theme which SeaWorld has done a really good job with this year, um, it's SeaWorld. It's all about the ocean. So they're all about sirens. Do you like sirens, Iva? Yeah, I do. So if you like sirens, you're going to dig this. And then make sure we do a couple of things that we're about to talk about when we go to Hollow Scream, not just Ride Mako at night. We'll do that too, of course. Um, so they have a couple of shows. And this is also, you see this in some of the uh, scare actors and so forth, the scare zones. But they have a couple of shows this year, um, and one of these shows is called Sirens' Song. Now, I don't want to give away too much, uh, but it's an outdoor show. Uh, it's right near where Icebreaker is, actually. And you have these sirens that are dancing around and singing, and there's some interactive things involving the crowd. There's some surprises where you don't you you, you see things you you don't think you're going to see, and from different directions. Again, I'm being ambiguous on purpose. But it's a very, very creative show, very well done. It's it plays multiple times a night. But then the other show they do is inside one of the indoor theaters right next to Mako. Um, I forget the name of that theater, but in any case, it is called Monster Stomp. And Monster Stomp is kind of like your Halloween Nightmare Fuel show I talked about earlier. Uh, not with so much with the Cirque, but with music and dancing. Um, it's very very kind of interpretive dance sort of thing very creative show kind of freaky um they do this one thing in the middle that with the percussion with drumming where they bring out this big long table and they and the, per, the percussionists there's like i think five or six of them they use knives as their drumsticks if you will and they are banging away on this table like nobody's business like very s- synchronized, really cool rhythms, very fast. And they're kind of like, you know, forling each other, challenging each other. Really, really, really neat, really cool. So that show is definitely worth seeing. Um, the other thing I'll mention is the drinks. Uh, you know, the, the, like Colin Harnett has great drinks, but, but SeaWorld's uh, Hollow Screen, they have some really cool drinks this year, like frozen drinks and really yummy, really. So if you like that sort of thing, you'll definitely have to try those out. Um, so it's, it's a really overall, it's a really fun event. Uh, very well done. So.
1: Hey, you talked about, uh, riding Mako at night. Are all the rides still open during Hello Screen?
2: Nope. Nope. So Definitely. there's only two, fundamentally two main rides open. So, and I'm going to guess you're only going to want to go on one of them.
1: Depends. <laughs>
2: So Mako, of course, that's the one I know you're going to go on. we are all going to go mm-hmm. on that. Make, Mako, night night rides on Mako are awesome. They are, in my opinion, no longer the best night rides in Florida. That is over at Universal with Hagrid's and with Velocicoaster. But still, Mako is a great night ride. And the other ride that is open during Halloween because it's only on the that side of the park. It's not like over by Manta and Journey to Atlantis and, um, uh, uh you know an arnica that whole area there that isn't open for Halloween screen so you know okay. staffing and, and all that so i think eventually maybe that'll expand because like, this year i think they're being very successful they're doing well i believe my understanding maybe they'll expand it to more of the park eventually so it's just on the mako side um Icebreaker probably would be open because it's over by Icebreaker, <laughs> but. but it's not not, not ready yet. Yeah. It's it's functioning as a lawn ornament temporarily, just like quasi iron quasi. Any case, the other ride that's open is Kraken ride, ride. No, Kraken's not open. That's on the other side. Really, oh. um, one of my favorite rides at SeaWorld is Infinity Falls. That is open as well.
1: Okay, well, I have not rode Infinity Falls yet, so. have to see what what time we write it either in the day or at
2: night well well, we are going to be there with the crew with larry and jean and nick and kim and her family and and mark and natalie i think i've got everyone um we're all going to be there during the day most of us Mm -hmm. there at night as well or at least some of us at night um so maybe we can do it during the day but it, it looks beautiful at night the way it lights up the lighting you at least get to see the 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 troughs and, and so forth and the boat's going through the raft's going through at night um but i am up for riding at night to see how warm it is you know
1: that's exactly what i was thinking let's see how yeah. warm it is if it's this, cold this is, i'm not riding it
2: we are getting some relief from the heat finally there's been a lot of lot of chat a lot of uh, discussion in the chat here with a live stream uh understandably about heat and parks keying off of your experience at magic mountain and when you david and i plan this we were trying to plan it so you could be here during haunt, but also not being when it's super warm. And it's already starting to cool off here. Like, I'll look at my watch here. What is the temperature right now? It is 79 degrees. Now, it's nighttime. You know, we're recording yeah. at 10 o'clock at night. But still, it, it, the humidity is definitely less. I've been noticing that the past couple of weeks. Uh, so by late October, a couple more weeks. I th- like I told you, the weather should be, I think it'll be really nice. So, um, So it may be too cool, though to ride Infinity Falls at night, but it is a beautiful ride. So
1: well that just gives us more opportunity to ride Mako at night then.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And again, there's only a few mazes, couple shows. So what we'll be able, to, it's not as it's not an intense experience like Scary Farm or uh, horror nights where it's like, oh my gosh, I got eight or 10 mazes to do and a couple shows and tons of coasters. There's only a couple rides open, only a few mazes, a couple shows, so I think we'll really be able to enjoy and do everything that night. Uh, I think they're also open till two a.m. So, uh, well, you know, it'll be I think seven p.m. to two a.m. So it'll it'll be a fun, relatively relaxing night. So,
1: Andrew, we actually have a question. What's your favorite Halloween horror night Orlando food? You talked, you've been talking oh. about how a Scream. So, oh. Mark, so um, Hayden wants to know what's your favorite Halloween Horror Night food.
2: So, yeah. So, David, I guess he'll, he's not here right now, but he'll want to hear one of part of this and he'll listen to this episode later, of course. Um, one of my favorite things is, is from a, so the, the way they do the food, the specialty food at Horror Nights is it's in tents, like they have, the, you know, grills and things like that and, and, and cooktops and whatnot set up under tents. And they have a couple of food trucks set up as well, uh, and then they some of the specialty food is served at some of the restaurants as well. So some of my favorites is such good food, such good food is pizza fries. First of all, pizza fries is a legend at Horror Nights. And a lot of people have heard about it, even if they've not been there. Uh, it's it's you know regular a crinkle, I think the crinkle cut fries um, with marinara sauce and and sausage and meatballs and cheese and. Spices—it's so delicious. It's like a whole meal in of itself. They have that again this year. But as far as new things and something that especially David would like is one of the food trucks they have over in sort of the kind of the San Francisco area of the park um, is they have uh, chicken tender subs. They've got three of them. I've tried one of them so far—the buffalo chicken one. Delicious. Uh, they all come with you know various sauces: either buffalo chicken, barbecue, barbecue sauce or like a banh mi, a Vietnamese one. And they have like coleslaw on top, and the sauce is delicious. The tenders are really good. The bread's really good. So yummy. So, yeah, that was one of my favorite things so far. But another thing I love, because I love cherries, I love cherry pie love cherry cobbler, they have the leather face cherry pie. And it's this individual cherry pie, uh, like five bucks. It's really, really good deal. Hot cherry pie. And... I would gotten it already once, like the first night I went to Horror Nights, early in September. And I thought, okay, why is it Leatherface? And silly me, I noticed the second time I got it, a couple of weeks ago, I'm looking at it, and the way that the, the, the air holes are cut out in the, in, the, in the top of the pie, it looks like Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It looks like his, his face does. So brilliant, brilliant on, on Universal's part there. Um, there's a number of things I haven't tried yet. I don't always eat every night. I go there, um, but there is a um, Jack who's one of the icons of Horror Nights. He's a clown. He's part of. He's in the icons maze. He's a really funny clown, kind of freaky for most people, of course. Um, he, they have the Jack's donut slider, so it's donuts instead of uh, you know bread for the for the for the top and bot for the for the bun bits, basically and uh, with a you know burger slider. I think they have a chicken one as well. I wanna try that one just cause I've never had one of those like burgers that's a donut bun. So I'm curious to try that. Uh, there's uh, ribs, of course it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre themed. Um, there's uh, a for Bride of Frankenstein cause she's got the white hair. Uh, there's a like a ice cream cone that's black and white ice cream swirl. I wanna try that. Um, there's there's some other things there's some gyoza I haven't tried those yet there dumplings uh, there's even like um, because Bride of Frankenstein you know that's classic monsters you're Eastern European so they've got potato pancakes because that's sort of a delicacy of that part of the world so I, I love that Universal gets creative with these dishes um, but speaking of food one of the things we're going to have to do we could do this during the daytime too is go to the Tribute Store. Now, Iva, do you know what the yep. Tribute Store is?
1: Yeah, Tribute Store is designed specifically for a specific event or a themed like ride. So I know they did it when Velocicoaster opened. They had the Jurassic Park uh, Tribute Store where they had a bunch of stuff from the Jurassic Park movies in there and special food items. And now it's um, themed to Halloween Horror Nights. So it's all I know you can get a lot of the specialty food items there. I've seen some of the baked goods there and everything. And you can get merchandise there. And it's just during certain times of the year. And then they tear it all down and they start it fresh again with something different.
2: Yep. And it's something they've started doing in recent years. The area that it's in is right next to to the left of Mummy, the Mummy mm-hmm. Coaster, uh, or actually rent of the Mummy. Uh, and that used to be the extended queue for the mummy but of course the mummy is an older ride it's still a fantastic coaster when the probably the what i would call the original story coaster storytelling coaster uh and one of my favorite rides at Universal studios florida but still it, it doesn't get the long lines like it used to so they recaptured that area and decided to make it turn to a store a number of years ago but it's only a seasonal store as you mentioned i have a, uh historically they've used it for halloween but this year they, they've gotten creative they did one actually last year for christmas then they did one for their mardi gras celebration which is a big deal at universal studios in, in orlando in the spring then they for the summer they did the jurassic world one for Velocicoaster, coaster which was really cool really well themed we had some we posted a bunch of pictures of that on our feed on social media over the summer you can look up that and then, of course, we have back to Halloween again. Of course, they, they do the Halloween Horror Nights one. Really well-themed, really cool, very, very creepy decorations. Like, I, but like, I'll tell you, I know this is one of your favorite rides at Disney. There's a section of the tribute store that makes you feel like you're in the Haunted Mansion with, like, the portraits. It's really cool. Uh, and then the, the, there's several rooms, all kinds of merchandise. So, yeah, you're going to do tons of shopping in there, Iva um and uh and then the last room where the cashiers are very creatively that's where all the food is now none of the food i mentioned is in there that's elsewhere in the park there this is more like you said baked goods they're like right. these parfaits and then cakes and cups and and like these jelly beating hearts and uh, all these really cool like themed desserts it's all about dessert in there so i see you smiling at it so we'll definitely have to get dessert in there at some point
0: well, like, yeah. Um, there's always yeah. room for dessert.
2: Yeah. So, so both SeaWorld Orlando and, and Halloween Nights, and SeaWorld Orlando does also have for Halloween some themed um, uh, food only available at night. And the besides the drinks, I didn't get to try any of the food when I was there. Uh, but I'm certainly I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some of that when we're there uh, with the, with the whole meetup crew uh, the night before the actual Velocicoaster meetup when we're there on the 22nd. Um, but yeah, do you have any other questions about SeaWorld's Hallow Scream?
0: Uh, Jenna, do you? No, I, I think I'm good. <laughs>
2: All right.
1: <laughs> Say, Andrew, you've been pretty busy, not only with you know going to the Hallow Scream media event, but you also did a Screaming uh media event, which the GM uh, Josh Gunderson was actually just recently. That was the last episode that we aired for the podcast. He was our Special guest for that day. So, tell us how Josh made you scream and (laughs) scream during your visit at media day.
2: Yeah. So, so before, yeah. Thank you. Great. Wow. You are the Segway queen. Oh, you you know. No, no, no. You're the Segway siren.
1: You're the Segway siren. siren.
2: Yeah. Um, So, before I get to Josh and scream and stream, I just want to mention because we're not going to be able to talk about it in this episode because it's before this. Um, but, uh, I mentioned this, I alluded to this earlier, but I just want to thank, uh, thank the folks tomorrow night. So the night after we're recording this, I am going with a friend of mine, my friend Ryan, we are going out to Dade city, Florida, which is in the middle of nowhere to go to stream again. And I want to thank, uh, Winston. Winston was our most recent guest on the podcast and the episode we released last Friday had a nice conversation with him. Uh, Winston and his team uh, inviting us out. We were not able to make the media event, which was back on the 24th of September, because that's the day I was on the way out to Dollywood for my fun Dollywood trip. So they offered to give us a couple tickets for a regular night just so we could experience it. So I'm looking forward to going back to Scream Again. Hopefully, I'll get to talk about that in the next month or so here in the podcast. But uh, going back to Scream and Stream. So um, previous guest to Winston is we had, as you mentioned, Josh Gunderson, who helps manage the screen and stream events and got to go to the media event, uh, with a couple friends of mine and got to see our friend, friend of the podcast, uh, Ian, Ian Kaufman, who was on the show a couple months ago. He was there with the uh, theme park stop team with Alicia Stella, got to say, hi, say hi to them. And, uh, yeah, so we got some, got to see some friends there, which was great. Uh, but the event itself was fun. So, just to, just to recap, for those that have not heard the episode, the interview we did with Josh Gunderson, Scream and Stream was born out of the pandemic. And I love the story of Scream and Stream. Forget about the haunt and about you, know, you getting scared, Jenna. Um, it's really cool and heartwarming what the Scream and Stream team did. So basically, here in Florida, you know, like elsewhere, we had a lot of people, even when the parks reopened last, last summer here in Florida, we had a lot of people that were still furloughed. Uh, entertainment, especially, uh, yeah, certainly the ride ops went back, and food and beverage went back because they got to serve food, they got to open the rides. But Disney, you know, even Universal, they cut a lot of entertainment. Horror nights never happened last year. They only had a couple of mazes open during the daytime, et cetera. So there are a lot of people that were out of work, a lot of creative people, and that is how Stream and Scream was created. It was created as a COVID-friendly haunt. And it was uh, we got to go to the media event for that Coaster challenge did I took a few friends, um, uh, actually Austin, who's been on the on the podcast, interviewed him. He went uh, along with uh, a couple of friends, Mark and Kaylin, uh, and I. The four of us took my car and we went to the again another place in the middle of nowhere in Florida uh, at a place called Boggy Creek Boggy Creek Adventures. Really creepy place in the middle of a swamp because it's Florida. Uh, and we uh, did this media event, and it was a drive-through haunt. It was the first time they ever did this, and they hired a bunch of people that were out of work from Universal, from from Sea from from Disney, et cetera. And they put together this haunt, and so you would drive through it, and there would be scare actors and themed areas and decor, you know, props and everything. And it was really cool. It was in the middle of a swamp, so it was really well, you know, creepy to begin with. Um, and it was very safe. They have stoplights that are set up strategically in the haunt itself. So basically what happens is you drive and you have to drive slowly, they're monitoring you. And then you get to a stoplight and you stop and then you watch the scene and the scare actors come at your car and all that. So it's really cool. And they did well with it to the point where they wanted to come back even coming out of the pandemic with Horror Nights fully going again. SeaWorld, Hallow Stream going, never had that before. Um, and, you know, these other haunts here in Florida going full steam this year. Even that, even though that's the case, Scream and Stream has kind of made a place for itself. They decided to come back. But instead of being in the middle of nowhere, where it's hard for people to get to, they're doing it on the east side of Orlando, kind of more, more urban, a- at a mall parking lot. And they are partnered with Oviedo Mall. Uh, which is one of the malls in East Orlando. Uh, And they, you know, they partnered with them. They were able to use part of the parking lot and reserve that area for the entire, you know, September and October for the hot season so they can have everything set up. And then they're, you know, partnering with some of the businesses in the mall. There's something called the District, which is sort of like a Dave & Buster's with games and food and and beverages and, and axe throwing and bowling and stuff like that. And so they're partnering with them and some other businesses and escape room in there as well. Uh, and it's it's really cool, kind of everything partnered together. So we got to go to the media event and the district hosted it. So we got some nice, nice free food from the district and drinks and got to play some games while we're waiting. And then we did our, our drive through haunt. Now, this year, again, it's not in a swamp, it's in the middle of a mall parking lot. And this year's theme, it actually has a theme this year. Last, last year is kind of loosely loosely themed. This year, it's about going into this military base and things have gone awry. And I don't wanna to give too much away, but there's some really scary things in this military base. And again, it's got the same thing with the stoplights for the show scenes of scare actors coming at you. But this year's event is interactive, and I get my hats off to the creativity of Josh Gunderson and his team. You have laser tag guns that they give you. Now, the driver doesn't get a laser tag gun for safety reasons, so I was driving So I didn't get to to shoot the gun, but my two friends in the car with me, they got guns and you get to shoot at the scare actors. And when you shoot them, they react to it because they've got targets on their, on their bodies. And they'll interact accordingly. And basically the idea is if you shoot them and hit them on target, you're going to keep them further away from your car and keep your car safe. If you don't shoot them or miss them, then they're going to come closer to your car. So it's very interactive and, Again, not giving the story away, but the two main types of scare actors, not the only ones, but the two main types that you encounter in this drive through haunt are two of people's most scared, you know, people, two of the things people scared of the most, that fear the most in terms of humanoid scary things. So what would, what would you say if for a human-based, something that's scary, what would be your guess, Iva?
1: Clowns would be one.
2: Clowns are number one. You ding ding ding. Got one of them. So then there's another.
1: Uh
2: spiders. Humanoid base. So they're humans.
1: Humanoid. They,
2: uh, were, they were humans. Uh,
1: zombies. Zombies. There you go.
2: Clowns and zombies. So okay. again, great makeup. The budget definitely was increased this year. Uh, so, and that's good. And so the really good makeup and and the scare actors really got into it too. And there's some really cool special effects and some of these show scenes that you stop for. Um, so really, really fun. Uh, and the really cool thing about this is we talked about David and Jenna helping with a kind of mini haunt that they do, you know, at at the, at the Burbank storage and it being free for people that can't afford it. And I get it. Horror nights, you know, it's 70 to hundred dollars. Uh, Again is not, not cheap. It's a little cheaper. You know, HallowScream is, is not, not far from the $1,700 per seat. It's expensive. I get it. Not everyone can afford it. Um, well, similarly, Scream and Stream, while not free, it's not, not like David's. Um, it's very inexpensive, or it can be, because it's like a drive-in. It's per car, not per person. So, and, and it runs, I want to say starts, I think around $60 per car and goes up from there. So if you come in with, you know, minivan or like a big SUV with third row and you got, you know, and it's, it's also fairly kid friendly. I wouldn't bring a six-year-old, but you can bring teenagers certainly to it. Um, You could have, you know, seven people in your car, maybe even more and be paying less than $10 a person. Mm -hmm. And and it's a pretty long haul. It It took us about Maybe half hour to get through the whole thing it, it's not just a you drive around a couple corners and you're done it's because you stop and you watch something there you there's a story and it's very very techie actually for something that's in the middle of a mall parking lot uh, very impressive so, so andrew
1: um, we did have a question is where yes. is Sc- uh Again? is it near tampa
2: yeah so Again is north of tampa it's it's about 30 to 45 minutes kind of northeast of Tampa in a town called Dade City. And as I talked about uh, when I interviewed Winston in our last episode, one of the the mazes, one of the haunted trails, if you will, it's part of Scream Again, is outside. And last time I went to it was in 2019. It was kind of uh, backwoods themed and it was so, it fit into the area so well because it's in the middle of nowhere in this kind of small little like fairgrounds kind of place, and it's really cool because you're in the, this one of the it's, there's four mazes I think total. This one is outside and you go into houses and these shacks along this trail that they built, but most of it's outside. It's very creepy. Um, so yeah, Dade City is in the middle of nowhere, which is kind of fun for a haunt because it kind of fits into the theme. So.
1: Yeah, you have a lot more to work with, definitely, when you have just one big open space. Right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Jenna. So, Jenna. Okay. So, by the way, and Mark, Mark in the chat, I know you're probably thinking of, you're maybe wondering if you're going to have time to go to it. Probably not, given your flight plan. But um, I will tell you, Jenna, when you come to Florida, if you come during hot season, I am not taking you to scream again. (laughs) <laughs> we'll say,
0: okay we'll just take the, the the little boy that lives at my house his name's Charlie he's six He lo- he's like his grandfather and his mom he loves going to these things he loves going on all these ugh, he loves doing the haunts he doesn't get scared on, on them so he would be one of those we would probably we, I guess his mom has taken him to Knott's Berry Farm for the scream sp- right. part and he loved it.
2: So for okay. him,
0: he would probably have fun because he likes shooting. You know, he has his Nerf guns and stuff. So he would probably have a blast with it.
2: Oh, nice! That's 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 awesome. So um, just I'm going to come back to you, Jen, in a moment. But I'm just trying to help out Mark. So Mark, you bring up a good point. I am pasting into the chat here into the live stream um, the dates. I did look it up. So the night that you fly in, the 21st um it scream again is open so i actually encourage you and natalie to go Uh, why not i think it opens at seven um it's if you guys can afford it i don't think it's too expensive and it fits into your time your schedule perfectly you guys will have a blast because i know you guys love haunts so um so yeah no Mark, yeah so anyway check the link i just sent you and i can talk to you about it later offline but um scream again is open most nights of the week But anyway, going back to you, Jenna. So the reason why I'm saying I will not let you go (laughs) is for your own safety. Um, Screamageddon is an independent haunt. Now, not all independent haunts are like this. So it's not associated with a theme park. But in general, most haunts that are their own enterprise, that are a separate place, they tend to be edgier. So you're talking not scary farm and even edgier than that. And Screamageddon is that. Um, It's optional, but two of Screamageddon's mazes so, Jenna, do you know what a no-boo necklace is?
0: I think when I was listening to the podcast, um, you guys were talking about where you can participate by wearing, uh, like, the necklace or whatever it was. Right.
2: So that's not a no-boo. So a no-boo, they have them at SeaWorld. So you could actually, SeaWorld probably would work well for you. So They the have them World, at Cedar Point, yeah. too. So, yeah, HallowStream, they have it. So it's only for the scare zones because the scare zones are really interactive at SeaWorld's Halloween. But the no-boo is if you get it, the, the scare actors leave you alone. Yep. Now, Scream Again, they don't have a no-boo necklace. That is not an option. They have the reverse. They have a necklace you wear where the scare actors can touch you and interact with you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. So, so, but even, even without, because that's opt-in. You have to ask them for the necklace. It's free. And they will, they will allow these scary actors to interact with you. And I love doing that. That's fun. Um, but even without that, it, again, Screamageddon is not for the faint of heart. You do not want to bring kids there, even teenagers. I would say 16 and up would be the minimum. Um, so, yeah. But, it, 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 for, again, not for you, Jenna. But, again, there's a lot of horror fans out there. And, you know, I, I'm one of them. Um, I have a you would enjoy it unfortunately I don't think we're gonna have time when you guys are here you have such a full schedule but we'll see so yeah, you Michael, never know Michael
0: would opt for the being a part you know participant of it just to see if they could scare him
2: oh yeah oh yeah Michael yeah see Michael's like me he's a big horror fan so I'm talking about that so, he,
0: Jason's his boy <laughs> <As he keeps laughs> Jason's my boy
2: <laughs> oh yeah Jason Voorhees is awesome yeah for sure yeah, I'm excited to see the new Halloween movie that's coming out in about a week and a half. So it's going to be great. That's Michael. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, Michael. Yeah. 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 So yeah. love those. Yeah, I love these new he movies. He wants to doing see
0: that one, out. too.
2: Oh, yeah. The, the last one was great that we brought back. Um, um, uh, you know, they basically retconned everything and only the first movie was, was real. And then Jamie Lee Curtis came back you know, and it was like, you know, like the other movies hadn't happened and they got creative with it. But it was so good. So they're doing a sequel to that Halloween kills. But anyways, this is, this is my one of my favorite times of year, all the horror stuff and the haunts and the weather gets better. So, uh, so any other questions? So it was a good question about scream again, marks. you will be able to do that on the 21st. We can talk about that offline. Um, yeah. If any, any last questions, I think we're wrapping things up here. I have, a, do you have any other questions, Jenna? No,
1: I don't think so. We're just looking forward to seeing everybody for the takeover and during the entire trip that, you know, when your guys are down.
2: Yeah, definitely. We're looking forward to seeing a lot of people. We don't get to see very often. And uh, just seeing and you and Iva, you and David are going to meet. All, you know, a lot of my local friends here in Florida are joining us for the meetup. Big coaster enthusiasts and some even some people that work for Universal are going to be there with us, some friends of mine that work at Universal. So it's going to be a big party. And then we're going to yeah, do I, lunch at, yeah, lunch after Velocicoaster. And yeah. So
0: I just see the, the feed and people are, are can't wait to see you guys. Can't wait to see Iva, uh, you know. So. <laughs>
2: Yay! Seen couple
0: of times in there.
2: So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's me. I mean, for our first meetup, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. I'm, I'm I can't believe we're already doing a meetup. We're not even one season in. It took Coaster Radio years to to do, start doing meetups. So. This is good it's gonna stuff.
1: Be, it's going to be epic before Epic Universe was around.
2: That's right. It's going to be epic. <laughs> I've been using that same word with people to describe it. All right. Well, it's, uh, we're what, almost three hours in here. So I guess we should call yep. it quits. <laughs> yep. yep.
1: We got life. Life will find a way to Florida in a couple weeks.
2: There we go. Life will find a way in, in Jurassic Park at Universal. That's right.
0: Yep. So. Well, let's thank everybody that listened um, everybody that has been mentioned um, David is unfortunately outside. So on his behalf. Thank you, everybody. Um, Definitely. Yes. You guys, thank you. Ev- so, you guys all ahead. know who everybody is. So yeah,
1: yeah thank you, everybody. everyone. Yeah. Thank you everyone who's turned into both of our uh, live episodes we've done for all of our uh, current and past uh, podcast guests that we've got coming either previously already been on or your episode is not aired. We thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedules to sit and chat with all of us during the, our first season.
2: Yes. Thank you for everyone. And uh, yeah, like I've mentioned, there's a number of you, Mark and Natalie, for example, where we've recorded interviews with you guys already. We just haven't released them yet. We have a lot of interviews in the, in the uh, uh, waiting to be edited by David or perhaps our new editor. We can bring someone on. I mentioned that earlier. We'd love to bring someone on board to help David out with that. Um, but just be patient. Your interviews will be released. It's just we just have a, so much content we're generating. So many, you know, park officials we've been talking to. You know, Disney, Knott's, Jeff Tucker, new friend of the show. We love Jeff. Um, so just be patient. We're getting your interviews out. So
0: be patient with me as the co-host. I'm still learning all of everybody out there. So (laughs) I have yet to meet a whole lot. So hopefully I'll be able to get to some of these uh meets and get to meet a lot of you guys.
2: Yes. You just gotta come to
0: Florida.
1: You just gotta come to Florida, Jenna. Well, if you guys wouldn't have scheduled it during October when I'm at school. <laughs> you can blame that one that's down there, you know, at the very bottom of my screen.
2: Oh, really? Oh, really? It was. Oh, OK. All right. Fine. I'll take the blame. Oh.
0: Well, you know what?
2: You know what? Maybe we'll have to do a Christmas meetup or something next year or something. You know? Don't
1: do it in Ohio.
2: No, no. no in Florida. That. We could do it in <laughs> okay. Florida. California. Florida, California.
0: California. California. So.
2: California. Yeah. California, the weather's great in December. Yeah, we could exactly. do that. Exactly.
0: It's Disneyland, nice cool.
2: Disneyland's amazing Christmas time, so.
0: Sounds good. And then to you see. get to see and then you get to see the castle done up at Christmas time. Oh yes. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright, so I guess we'll find out. Alright. Yep. Bye everybody. Thank, everybody. thank you. Bye.